Ladies and gentlemen, dogs and fleas, pull up a chair, sit on your knees for a weave a story to tell you we're still learning about. Welcome to Talk the Walk. I'm Henry Moses. And I'm Gabriel Moses, and we are super happy to be here, and thank you for joining us wherever you may be. Brother, how's your week? The week is good. The week is good. I have two legs. I have two arms. I have eyes that work, and I'm grateful for those things, and some things in my life aren't working that great, but I'm okay with that. I think probably every person on this planet could say some things mm-hmm. in my life aren't working that great. Aren't working that great. <laughs> it's, it's sanctifying. It's good for me. And uh, I, I've, I've accepted that challenges will always be there, and I'm cool with that. That's all right. I definitely think they're good for us. Yeah, even, they, even hard. They make us better. They make us better. I want to be better. I'm not trying to sit still. I know that. Now you got what two two sick kiddos in the house. Yep, yep. Mary and Jake are they're they're doing a lot better though. They're both at school today, so they've been they were coughing last night. Poor babies. It's a hard thing for a mama to hear. Carrie's a little hard every time. A little. <laughs> she she just get distracted from what we were talking about, and I'm like, I get it. Why don't we? Why don't we put Jake, let him come sleep on the couch in our room and let him be closer. And so she, I think that just set her heart more at ease. She set up humidifier, you know, mm. put some Vicks on the chest, all the stuff. And yeah, he's rocking and rolling today. Oh yeah. Yeah. It's spirit week at uh, San Jacinto Christian Academy. So that basically, so what is that? Yeah. Basically, I mean. This is homecoming, so tonight is homecoming football game, mm-hmm. and so the the school celebrates for the the week before the whole oh, week, and the kids okay. dress up like tacky tourists on one day, and uh, uh, fitness stuff on another day, and they, so they wear costumes basically every day, and so it's been a fun week. Yeah, that's fun for the kids, and they love it, and it's cute the pictures and stuff that we took. I mean, they're there's, you know, they're just spirited and excited and stuff. So tonight we'll go to the football game and hang out for a bit, probably. Now, who does? Because San Jacinto is a private school. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so they have, watch out I would imagine, a little bitty. Do they p- play public schools in football? or? I don't think so. No. No. Okay. The, the public schools would run all over them. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. What no. is it, a six-man? Or what is it, Ironman football, six I don't even know. This will be my first experience. I didn't go to any football games last year. Where's the game at? Here in town or? It's here in town. Okay. Homecoming, you know. So it's here in town. I just, I don't don't know where it is, but we'll see what this is all about. I think they play other small schools and stuff. But the, dang, dude, can you imagine what romping they'd get from a big public school? (laughs) Because David versus Goliath. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And, and it, uh, you know, with, that's one of the reasons we like these little schools. I mean, your kid gets to play mm-hmm. if he wants to play, but at the big schools, the public ones, it, it, you're the best you get to play. And if you're kind of not the best, but decent, you get to play on B team, right? All mm-hmm. that stuff. And, or we just ain't got no room for you and you don't get to play the sport at all. And we just want our kids to get to play the sport. Yeah. And, and not think that they're going to be NFL, NBA, well, you NHL. never know. I think 
I think Leighton Vander Esch came from a little bitty old school. Well, that's true. Yeah, he's linebacker from the Dallas Cowboys, so. You never know with all this stuff. But, I mean, I don't it, know. a kid would have to be like. Jake could actually stellar. be the football. Jake would. A little bitty old dude. He'd take the football and run your face over. <laughs> he's a he's a Now no, you have the quarterback throwing, and then he just carries it from there. He, he Ball lands on the ground. If they try to intercept know. him. Nope. He's a bull. The first, the one of the first times that he and I hung out, probably like the fifth or sixth time, he he had to get. He's all energy. He had to slam me fifty times in a row. He backed up and ran into me again with his shoulder. And of course, I had to prove who's the big bull. Oh yeah. So I just took it, took it, took it, and he'd run about five ten feet away and slam me again. I was like, oh. I hope this doesn't last much longer. Yeah. It's yeah, starting yeah. to get tender. Yeah. Anytime I'm letting, letting them, the kids punch me in the stomach, I'm thinking, I hope this ends pretty soon because I can only put on so much of a show. They're getting a little more pack in their punch, mm-hmm. especially landing. Darn, that left. It clock you. Well, and their little fists <laughs> like knead into you. It's like getting punched by a needle. Yeah. It, it's. It's, and they they do while they don't hit the hardest, they're they manage to they hit can. the same spot accuracy over and over again, and mm-hmm. that's what starts to get you. It's, it, it tenderizes Ooh, the meat. It starts getting more and more tender. Then you know, four days later, you're sitting there kind of rubbing your tender, spot, my, thinking, "What did that? What's do? going on right there?" Yeah, was yeah. I doing something that made this yeah. like this? And you realize. Yeah, I was getting beat up by a little eight-year-old. Yep. yep. And all <laughs> your kids do that. I guess Lucy probably doesn't do it. Does Mary do it? No. Mary doesn't do it either, but the rest do. Yeah. All, all three of mine are going to do it for sure. All three years for sure, and Jake. And Jake. But Jake. It's Mr. Jake. Deserves to get to do it. Well, really, they all do because they're going to get picked on. So. Yeah. They should get to fight back. Yeah, they get to fight back a little bit. A little bit. Mm. And then they get the choke out and the noogie. Yeah. yeah. Make them pay. Well, so y'all finally lured me into going to walk to Emmaus. So yes. Yeah. Interested in, to see how that goes. Meaning you're happy about this. Yeah. It's uh, it's funny because it's not something I really wanted to do. Just the idea of being shut off from no, you didn't. everything is painful. You know, I don't think you even understand how no, good it is. Well, I can't because y'all make it a whole secret society thing. So <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, oh, it's really good. Oh, well, tell me about it. No, can't do it. You just need to go. <laughs> so it's hard to it's hard to sit there and get excited about it because you don't know what to get excited about. But all I know, all I hear stories of is different people that went and had secret you know, rides set in place because you get dropped off. You go, uh, this is what I do know. Okay. The night of, yep. you know, the people that are sponsoring you take you out to eat wherever you want to go eat. Mm-hmm. You have this great time. And then, mm-hmm. and then they drive you out there and drop you off and you can't take your cell phone. I mean, if you, it, that sounds like the beginning of a dateline. Doesn't it? Yeah. Doesn't it? Oh, no, you can't take your cell phone, you know, and we're going to drop you off. You can't take your car. You don't have any way to get out or any way. It's more to like a, a date with Jesus, not a date line. Yes. Date Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. 
There's not yeah. much we can tell you because it would take away from your personal experience. I'm kind of like, are you all aliens? Now you know. And then you just, you know, it seems like a movie. It does. You go to some place for four days and come back somebody else. Yeah. You remember that movie? And they won't talk about it. They Live. I think it's called They Live with Rowdy Roddy Piper. No. You don't remember that? And I don't about think I've ever even heard of it. And if you had on, oh, I've got it on Apple. Okay. Yeah. But if you put, he finds these glasses and he puts them on and he starts, you know, when he looks at different people, they look like people without the glasses on, but you put the glasses on. You see something else. Yeah. Yeah. These weird alien heads are on, them, you know, and all this kind of stuff. And so, so they're, you know, they're right there. This is not that. And so that's what it seems like. You drop somebody off and. In this case, you hope everybody can see who you really are. We are not of this world. That's right. I'm so in the world, but not of the world. That's right. Very proud of that. I guess we are aliens already. You're just late to the party, brother. Late to the party. But better late than never, as they say. Smiling away. So you get dropped off and you have... See you in four days. People that <laughs> <laughs> you have a secret ride set up just in case. Well, as a I, secret I, I, ride? What is? What do you mean? Not really. I mean, no. Well, like, well, no. I did have a guy that I do know a guy that did have somebody else set up to come get him. So he, oh, you know, in case he wanted to leave. Yeah. I mean, they're gonna get if somebody says, "I'm I, no, I'm out of here. I want to go home." They will. They'll talk to you, of course, and say, "Are you sure?" You know, hear us oh, out. I'm not saying that. Hear us out. Sure. I'm but, sure I'll enjoy it once it's. Yeah. But it just makes me nervous. You should be. I'm like, no phone. What if work needs me? You've you got to recognize this is a chance to be closer with Christ. That's why yeah, I'm going. That's, yeah, I'm not that's going the for only, any other reason. That's the only that. thing you need to it's know. the only reason I am going. And then I'm going to sponsor Miles after this and make him go, too. I think this is a good way to spend your time. Talking about it? No, going on going on it is a good way to spend your time. Good way to spend your time? That's my transition. I know. I was, you're, just, you're, I was just making you say You're better at the transitions than I, sir. <laughs> <laughs> it seems like a good way to spend your time. Yeah, that's not a bad way to spend your time. I think you'll like it. There are bad ways to spend your time. There's bad ways. I never spend my time poorly. Ever. Ever. Teach me your ways. I always do it perfectly. Every day. I get up. There are those out there. I sing worship music. I bow and pray for two hours. Yeah. That's pretty good. I go throughout the day in meditation all day as I work on my files. You've given away everything you own. Every person that comes and sees me, I, I think I bless them. You, yep. you speak truth into their life. Speak life. Yeah. Speak life. I speak life. Yeah. Yeah. I would say you're making the most of the day. How do you spend your days? What do you do with your time? Man. Let's be honest. I am. Let's just talk about okay. that today. What do you say? Let's talk about that. Let's talk about that. Okay. How we spend our time. How we spend our what time. What does for us. What the. I'm proud to say that I am getting up in the morning now 
two or three times a week at six in the morning. I wake up some of our kids and do Bible study with them. And that is that sure does set the tone, boy. They they seem better. I feel better going into the day after doing that. But uh, then, of course, it's, it's the watch the kids get ready. We spend some time there, and they eat some breakfast, make sure all their things are done. They go out the door, all six of them, one, two, three, four, five, six, hugs, kisses, run on. And then um, I stand and wave at them as they all drive off every day and uh, make sure they feel good and all that. But then it's off to it's the rat race. All right, we got to go inside. Try to bless Carrie in some way, her former fashion of cleaning on the house a little bit before getting ready for work. Get ready for work. Head to work and uh, work. And then go home. Sometimes, well, we have Bible study on Wednesday evening. And that's always fun. That's always neat. The people that are in there, just we all bless each other and hold each other accountable. But uh, other days, it's homework, is do some chore around the house, eat dinner, play a little Rocket League from time to time. Sometimes read in the Word, not a lot, and crash. Fairly eventful day. I mean, it's nonstop, but what's it full of, you know? Mm-hmm. Is it, you well, know? Let me tell you mine. I get up. I get up. I pop, pop on a podcast. Chat on, on the phone with Keisha a little bit. My friend, she'll call me and we'll chat for a little bit. Get dressed. Let the dog out. Go to the restroom. Let him go to the restroom. Shower, whatnot, feed the feed the dog, feed the cat, out the door, head to work, get to work, do the work. Sometimes come do podcast in the middle of the day. Sometimes eat lunch, whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Get home, exercise, eat, and either one of a few things: study the Bible, watch football, watch movies, play piano. Those are kind of my four things. Bible study on Wednesday nights. Those are kind of my four things. But if I'm going to be real about it, the things that dominate are probably play piano, exercise, TV. Mm-hmm. And TV probably dominates all of it. So we are what we do the most, right? That's, I heard it once said that uh, one of my college professors said that uh, if you do something for 10 hours a day, five days a week for five years, mm-hmm. you're a professional at that mm-hmm. thing. That's what you are. Mm-hmm. Now you're a pro at it. And you look at how we spent our day. We just described about that. I mean, what are we? Well, I'm work. <laughs> I'm a little bit of Rocket League. I'm a little bit of chores at home and of course all this goes around my family I work with my family I work with my my of course my wife works with me <laughs> and then the kids I work with the kids and uh, and that's 
pretty much what I am. Mm -hmm. So your piano, your work, and exercise. Yeah, is that the three main and things? Bible. Yeah, and Bible. But it's, but it's the the, the Bible stuff is. Well, I think I do it more than a lot of people I know. I'll still say, I will still say that I lack. I mean, it's lacking. Mm-hmm. Time in the Word, time spent in meditation, all those types of things. Nah, I try to. But if I'm going to get down to it, it's it's funny. It's so easy to get to the end of the night and think, well, it's been a rough day. I just don't feel like thinking. I just don't feel like working. I'm going to plop yeah, down right. on the couch. Especially as a single person, I'm going to plop down on the couch. I'm going to find me a good movie. Or I'm going to find, look, I've already got plans to watch Dateline tonight. <laughs> it's Friday. Right. We're recording on a Friday. <clears throat> and I've got plans to pull up Dateline, a Dateline murder mystery. and Chill and watch about mm-hmm. that. That's already the plan. And part of me is like, well, I'm gonna I'm gonna definitely try to fit some Bible study in there. Yep. Yep. I'm definitely gonna get some piano in there. Gotta eat. Man's gotta eat. Yep. You know. Yeah. And it's it's disturbing. I mean, it's disturbing. Not that any of those things are wrong, but the amount of time that I spend doing things for myself. Yeah. Self-serving. Yeah, self-serving. Yeah. It's disturbing. Yeah. Self-serving is disturbing. Yeah. Tagline. Title of this podcast. Self-serving is disturbing. And it is. It is. You, we're, we're right now, we're doing a Bible study on something called, um, what, Radical. Radical by mm-hmm. David Platt. And this. Good old DP. Yeah. It, he is, he is, that dude is what I would say true blue. And I, I'm like, he seems mm-hmm. legit. And this, the whole thing of this is. Does he seem too legit to quit? I can't see that dude ever quitting. I think you're right. I can't see it either. He's got the pants on, the baggy pants, the slick black shoes that are shiny, and he's dancing. He's dancing. I don't see David Platt doing that. I don't either, <laughs> but he is too legit to quit. He's about as simple as it gets. Mm-hmm. Have his jeans, his polo shirt. I mean, it kind of looks like me as far as the dress style. David Platt. I don't dress up too much, and he doesn't get that. It was, but, but man, he brings the word. He brings the word. He brings the truth, and the truth that we need to hear, the truth that mm-hmm. our souls, our spirits are desperate to hear. We're desperate to hear the truth as Christians to go, I want conviction. I want to do mm-hmm. better. I, or what are we doing? What are we even doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, that dude convicts heavily. And just listening to him, man, I, I'm like, yes, thank you. I like this. This is hard and raw truth of what am I doing with my life? And I've been working with the Lord all my life. But as a Christian, you want to get better. You want to do more for him. Your heart longs to be in his service. Mm-hmm. And so, but how we spend our time is who we are. Don't you think that how we t- spend our time speaks to our priorities? That's a fact. You know. That's a fact. 
I mean, obviously. What matters most to you? Yeah, you could be, in cases of y'all, because it's different for me. You guys have families, kids. <clears throat> Excuse me. But people like me, single, this and that. You know, how you spend your time says a lot about what you prioritize. In fact, you know, there's the old saying, you make time for what's important. Yeah. And that's true. That is true. You will make time if it's important enough to you. Yeah. Or you won't if it's not. If that's we're going right. to get down to it. Somebody's that, calling you on the phone. about? Somebody's calling you on the phone. You're like, eh, I'll call them back. Oh, yeah, that's right. It depends on who's calling you on the phone. Who's calling me? You know, hit them with the call back. Hit them, mm. with, the, hit them with the silence. Yep. Yep. And, you know, you got to ask yourself. I don't, I don't hit silence when the piano calls. Piano guy? I win the piano call. The actual yeah. piano. Yeah. <laughs> piano calls my name. I'm like, yeah, I'm coming. I'm headed in there. I'm coming. Food calls. I'm not hitting silence on that. Hello, food. Yep. Exercise. Nice to see you again. I'll try to get that in. Yep. Try to make sure I answer that call. Mm-hmm. Dateline calls. Hello. Let's set that date. <laughs> we don't miss God it. God calls. I'm like... Lord, I sure do love you. I appreciate you. Thank no, you. No, you read your Bible. Pretty. I do, but I mean, if we're going to get down to it, relatively, it, How much it's time? not close. I like this. Jenny right now, our sister is reading the Bible in 90 days. 90 days. And she said to me earlier, it's not that hard. It's really not. It's an hour a day. And I was trying to... To and, I, and of course, I was like, yeah, maybe for you, a good reader. I'm not a good reader. I am a slower reader. Mm-hmm. So I was thinking to myself. But they have audio. And she said that. Mm-hmm. She said that. And so I'm like. And you know how you get to be a good reader? Read some more. That's it. Oh, what is this, a call out? No, it's just observation. Calling me out. thought it might be helpful. I feel called out. I feel judged. Stepping up. It's a mic drop moment. Mic drop moment. Mm. Like when the UFC fighter wins a fight and yells at somebody, I want to fight you. And then drops the mic. That's right. Drop the mic. I'm not, I'm not going to drop my mic right now. I don't, no matter how much you want me to. Hurt my ears. You're wishing I would drop it. Mic so drop. you could just run away with the whole thing. I know. Mic I get drop. it. But. Yes. So. So, yeah. You get better. But, and I'm talking about relatively. I, I think we all, you know, I, man, I think, you know, thinking back and thinking about my, all my Christian friends and and that, we just all kind of go in spurts. But I can't help but think about third world countries again. Mm-hmm. I can't remember who I was talking to the other day, but they were talking about Christianity in third worlds where. Third worlds. Third world countries. <laughs> <laughs> or when you're there, you just don't have anything else to do. They spend their days going and getting water, getting food. You know, that's really yeah. a lot of what they spend their time doing. Mm-hmm. And then they don't have anything else to focus on. Right. And so they tend to hear God better. There's nothing else going on. They tend to have a better connection with him. There's so many distractions in the U.S., Infinite distractions. Infinite distractions that were, you know, I mean, it's, it's, it's. How about satanic? In a way, I've heard it described as a satanic lullaby. What about guilt associated with those distractions? Like, I'm out of shape. I need to exercise. 
right? Which isn't a bad thing. No, I'm, right. Yeah. I agree with that, and that's probably just for the listener to hear. But because I understand there's nothing wrong with exercise, and mm-hmm. so do you. Mm-hmm. And we both could use some more. And so I'm like, okay, yes, but if you're feeling guilty about not being in whatever physical shape you want to be, wouldn't you think, oh, I need to exercise. And then you don't exercise that day. And the next day you spend more time, oh, I need to exercise. And then the next day, I know this because I've done this and I've done it many times for years. So the guilt itself is another distraction and it's a heavy burden. Bible says, Jesus is like, hey, lay down that burden or put my yoke on, put mine on. The burdens of all of these things, these distractions, there's a thousand different ways to be distracted. Yes, in America, for sure, Mm -hmm. probably the most. But to what end? Where's that going? Mm -hmm. Sorry, cut you off. No, you're good. I'm listening. Well, it is. It is a. It is in thinking about it. It is, you know, I I look around and, like I say, all my circle, it's not that any of those people don't love the Lord. They do. But it's just how we prioritize them. Yeah, okay, yeah, right now I'm definitely in a hot, in a hot streak. I'm, I'm pressing on, I'm pressing mm-hmm. forward, you know. Yeah. I'm spending time in the Word. I'm spending, but. You know, I don't know. Let's go back six months ago. No, probably Mm -hmm. not the case. Not that I would read here and there. Mm -hmm. Make sure I got, we talked about reading a Proverbs every day or whatever the case may be. I might read a Proverbs, a Proverbs, a Proverb, Proverbs, (laughs) whatever. Uh, But even then, I mean, yeah, I don't know. I I. I'd feel like I'd done my part. You know, am I doing things just to be able to say I did it? Right. Or am I doing things? And that's kind of what's hitting me right now. We're talking about God Almighty. The Almighty God, the Creator. If you stop and take the time to think about it and to just tune out everything else around you and let yourself envision that you're standing before God Almighty, you're right there in front of them right now. You're not going to, you know, you think about that song, mm-hmm. you know, or to my knees when I fall. When I, can, I, you know. I can only imagine. Yeah. I mean, that, that you're, you're not going to know what to say. Right. You wouldn't think you deserve to be able to say anything in front of him. I mean, just the in, insignificance of us in comparison to him is crazy. Yeah. So if we're really, if we really believe in him the way we say we do, and this is the question I ask myself all the time, am I acting like it? Am I acting like I believe in this person, in this being who I know to be almighty? Am I, mm-hmm. do I act like it? Because actions speak louder than words. Yeah, they do. Well, they reflect the heart. Yeah. Your actions are re- reflecting what is in your heart there there the proof is in the pudding you're going to do what's on your heart to do and if it's on your heart to do evil well it stands to reason you ain't walking either too close with god or with him at all so whatever you do is going to tell 
who you really are. I love the old saying, what you do in private is who you are. Mm -hmm. Integrity. When no one's watching. I love that one. Yep. That is such a check. A checks and balances system. Hello, Carrie. Call in at this moment. Call you back, baby, as quick as possible. And so what you do. You should answer that on speaker. And say hi. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's not polite to the listener. <laughs> but. <laughs> so what you do, yeah, is a reflection of your heart. Yeah. Yeah. It's a reflection on your heart. It's a. It's a. It, it's, it speaks to it. And it goes in season and out of season, in season and out of season. But I think, I th- you know, thinking about it, Gabe, I think about the most successful people are people that do what they do consistently. Yes. They have a discipline. Pete and repeat. And, and again, if, if somebody's listening to this right now and they're, they do these things, good for you. Congratulations. Then you're, that's not, you're not who we're speaking to. And, and, <laughs> if you're on these things, in fact, jump on our Facebook page, shoot us your routine so we can get on board with some of this. And we applaud you. Yeah. I have no question. That's what I'm saying. But this job. is this is for I think most of us and most people are going to be listening to this. That that it's just so easy to put God on the sideline. We're talking about you know you know there's the old saying, God is my co-pilot, and that's the craziest thing in the world. God needs to be our pilot. That's nuts. You know, and yeah, and it was it was clever. Mean? It was clever saying he's right there with yeah. me at all times. Yes. But we need him to be steering our wheel, right? We need him to be steering our lives. And if you think about it, and I think it was on Radical, the study that we're doing. Or was it a podcast? I don't know. I listen to so many things. But yeah. But but he was talking about how many times, how well have things worked out when you've just chose to do your, do things your own way? Yeah, not so much. Versus how different is it whenever we are truly in line, in tune Following the God, following God, serving God. Yeah, things just seem to roll off your back. You don't even mind if if because you walk with the peace that passes all kinds of understanding, and you're confident in Him. You're confident in Him. You, you walk confidently. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. But you don't get that way naturally. I think. So how do you get that way? Naturally, the flesh wages war with the spirit, and the war the spirit mm-hmm. wages war with the flesh. Mm-hmm. Our flesh wants to do what it wants to do. Yeah. It has to be disciplined into... It's selfish above yeah. all other things. Yeah. And it has to be beaten into submission. Yep. And I like that. I like, well, well, what do we do then to get beaten into submission? How do we beat our flesh into submission to the point that it is now the needle is pointing more towards serving God and doing... Things that draw us near to him than it, than, uh, you know, playing a video game or exercising or whatever that it, we do. What do you think? What is, you know what I think? What do you think? I think the, at the very least, and you got to start somewhere. Cause I'm not talking about doing two, three, four hours a day, whatever the case may be. At the very least, there should be a portion of every day that is set aside for God mm-hmm. and time with God. So kind of like these people were saying, we applied you routine. Routine. Yeah. Routine. That's my thoughts. 
routine. I'm like, how can you? Yeah. How can you do this other than showing a con- putting in a place, putting in place a constant uh, reminder or something that tells you, now I do this, now I do mm-hmm. that devoutly. I think of, oh, what is it? Muslim, the Muslims. Muslims will pray what three times a day at mm-hmm. sun set sunrise and something else they pray toward jerusalem don't they i don't know what they pray towards i know they pray i don't study that much into don't. it oh you calm down calm, you can still know about something and disagree with it well i just don't know i do so I'll i already don't spend enough time studying the bible <laughs> well, I'm not studying the Quran, but hey, look, if that's your thing hey look I, i've seen uh you know what's that I go around Robin Hood. Robin Hood. Come on, that's what you're thinking of. We know they do that. That's that's how that works. And I've seen some other things. And I think that that three times a day, they put out the little mm-hmm. rug and they pray mm-hmm. to Muhammad. And I'm like, well, that's Dan- routineness, devoutness. Daniel would not stop praying mm-hmm. and would open his even when he was under persecution. Mm-hmm. Would open his window to pray to God numerous times a day mm-hmm. throughout the day. Routine. Routine. Heck, let's yeah. talk about... The we're like, well, we're like, well, well, we don't want to get legalistic and we don't want to do this, this, that, and that. Yeah. But but then we're upset when God, when we're not walking in peace. Yeah, because we're, we're not upset, time upset when we're, yeah. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not feeling peace because I, because I don't follow the rules. Well, here's the thing, Gabe. You know, Miles brought up a point whenever we, whenever we talked about this, he said, uh, he said we were talking specifically about reading the Bible, and and he was very clear. Well, don't you know? Don't try to push this many chapters, this and that, and this and that. And he said, you know, just start somewhere. And I think that's the key. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I can't tell you. I can't tell you. We can't tell anybody else how much time. No, but that's between you and God. That's right. But it is between you and God. That's right. <laughs> And and he knows how much of our hearts we have. He has. Yeah. And we're gonna stand before him one day. This time is fleeting. You know that was one of the things when you were when you came up with this idea. I think you put it. Time is running out. Yeah. There's not a lot. Time is running out with every day. For all I know, all I've got left. You know, we we can sit there and like I can say I know right now my pace. I'm working on trying to do an hour a day mm-hmm. and, and not, I want to be clear on this. This isn't out of a, it, it is to discipline myself, but it's not out of a, a legalistic, oh, I have to do this. I have to do that. It's a, it is because I love God mm-hmm. and I want to know him better mm-hmm. and I need to get myself disciplined. There may be times where I spend more than that, but I, but I hope to at least spend an hour daily. Mm-hmm. I don't feel like that's too much to commit, Mm-mm. you know, care. but what if I, what if I, what if I die tomorrow? Mm-hmm. What if tomorrow, I tell you, I've thought about that. If tomorrow was all the time I had left, or if I found out I had three months to live cancer, if tomorrow never comes, you know, so yep. it may not come. It might not come. It might not. What would I do? What would I do if I knew I had three months? Yeah. What would you do? I, so obviously, you know, spend time, make your affairs in order, 
doing all the normal stuff that everybody else would do, so I'm not going to waste time going into that. The biggest thing I would want to do is go out and tell as many people as I could about the Lord mm-hmm. that I knew did yeah. not have a relationship with the Lord or sense that they did not or, or that it was yeah. lukewarm, whatever the case may be. Yeah. That would be my biggest focus. I'd be like, man, I don't have much time to sit to to get with these people. My one shot is right. almost over. My focus would be, what does the Lord have for me? What does He want me to do? I, I would spend tons of time in prayer, tons of time in the Bible. I only have this much time left to serve God. You know, it'd be crazy. For all I know, I may have three months left. Mm-hmm. I may have two weeks left. You know, what am I going to do? What am I going to do with that time? And even if I have till I'm 80, mm-hmm. it's really fleeting. I mean, I got to 46 pretty dang quick. That's Great. right. You're more than halfway there right yeah. now. Yeah. That crossed my mind the other day. Yeah. Time's short. Billy Graham calls it the brevity of time. Yeah. It's quick. It goes by so fast. Doesn't feel like that to some. The young younger people, they don't feel like that. Older ones, no. No. No, it, it actually does go by pretty fast. And then you're off to be with the Lord in eternity. But the opportunity is right now. The opportunity is right now. And we go, okay, how can I live closer and be more what you put me here for? God, you put me here for a reason. Mm -hmm. I know that. I was put here for a reason. The odds of a person being born are astronomical. I don't believe they could be calculated. But God calculated it precisely so that each one of us were born. As they say, as the Bible says, for a time such as this. So then then why and how can I fulfill that purpose? Don't waste that time. Don't miss that opportunity. This brief little opportunity to serve God and to live for Him and to love Him and to walk and talk with Him. And so many people I've, I've talked to over the years and they say, God's never spoken to me. I'm like, well, one, I don't think you maybe recognize it. Yes, he mm. does. And he does. But um, that's just my main thought on that. But how do we walk and talk and be with the Lord? I'm like the the routine of it, the discipline of it. It takes discipline. And our country is so undisciplined. You know, here's a thought. Was it the rich man Lazarus that was crying out for... For uh, or, or the rich man that was crying for the poor man, mm-hmm. Lazarus, to, to be able to give him a drop of water. And then, then he was in hell. And yep. and uh, God said, you know, you had your time, this and that. And yes. And yes. he said, well, can you, please, can you please go and tell my family? Send, you tell know, my brothers. Go and tell my brothers so that they won't end up here like I did. And he said they wouldn't believe the law and the prophets, you know. They're being told. They're being told. They're being told. So we have that chance right now. Right now. We have the chance. We don't want to be in heaven or hell. We sure don't want to be saying that from hell, but we don't want to be in heaven. Thinking, why did I not miss my shot? Focus my time more on the kingdom of heaven, which we're told to do. Yeah. Your kingdom come, your will be done. It's right there in the prayer in the Lord's Prayer. Seek first the kingdom of God. And then watch and see what happens. Right? 
Yeah. Man, what's going to happen if you seek mm. first the kingdom? I, it, it's un, it's unimaginable what would happen. Yeah, I don't want to. And here's here's another thing. What are you doing with other people's time? Because, what, elaborate on that. What do you because mean? you're say your kids, you know, my okay. my Sadie, my yeah. bug, my kiddo. Yeah. yeah. What am I doing with her time? Whenever we do get to spend the time together, mm. am I putting that time into? Speaking the truth, leading her in the ways of the Lord, and, yep. and that, or am I just focused on trying to make sure she she wants to be around me? We have fun, yeah, not lose your relationship with yep. her. Well, the case may be. What we what we do with our time, the little of it that we have, mm-hmm. we're going to be held accountable for that. We are, but I, my heart, I I do think, and uh, and I've been told this, you know, that we'll make an account. That's in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. We'll make an account of what we chose to do. But thinking back from my childhood, the way that I was kind of, it was explained to me, and I don't know, we lived in the same home, right? We were around each other. And taught by the same mom and dad, mm-hmm. but I, I remember being told that Satan or Satan and hell were waiting for whoever didn't come to the Lord, and you're going to burn in the lake of fire, and it's going to hurt forever, and it's going to hurt bad. And so, starting out, my motivation was, I am scared to death of burning in a pit of fire. What is it? A lake of fire? Is it just fire? And that sounds scary to me. Mm-hmm. Until the day came that I realized, wait, 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 wait. More scary than that is that, so I'm not with God. I'm not with Jesus. I'm not with the Holy Spirit. And that realization, I was like, gosh, that's scarier than burning for eternity. Mm-hmm. And just like this, you were, we're saying, hey, you know, We'll be accountable for how we spent that time. Sorry, I lost my train of thought mm-hmm. there. And if we spend it bad, that's a bummer. If we did it wasting time, but well, that's it. I mean, we're just not, just the fact that we're going to stand before God and give an account for the mm-hmm. time that we had. Mm-hmm. It's real. Is it going to love us any less, or we're going to be left any less accepted into heaven? No, but but. Man, I don't want to stand before God. You know, the Bible says, look, look, there, there, there's all kinds of accounting for fear. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Yep. Uh, don't fear man who can destroy the soul, but rather fear, fear God who can destroy both the, the or uh, sorry, don't fear man who can destroy the body, but fear God who can destroy both the body and the soul. Mm-hmm. Okay. The fear of the Lord is the beginning of the wisdom. It, it, it's okay. Yeah. You, you should be afraid. If you're just running around, I'm not afraid of somebody that can obliterate my soul yeah well you got a problem i mean well, that's kind of crazy understand it's but it starts there it starts there that generally is where people are like most people a lot of people it's you know known as getting their christianity so they have fire insurance kind of starts there for a yeah. lot of people yeah and then if it's true it's not this a fellow by the wayside then you start to understand because before you can understand why you need to be saved you need to be able to understand what you're being saved from Right and how it's done. Right and how it's done. All that, but but you but you then can appreciate that. But but we've got this time. This this is our time to be able to show our appreciation. Yeah, this is our time to be able to show our appreciation for what he's done. My gosh, what he's saved us from, you know, mm-hmm. from eternity without end. 
from eternity in hell. He saved us from so much, and he's also given so much. Mm-hmm. I think about what do you get by walking with Jesus? You get freedom. You get power. You get authority over principalities and darkness. Authority over Satan. But you get to give gifts. Mm-hmm. As walking with Christ, you get to give gifts. I give gifts every day, mm-hmm. basically, to somebody, which is friendship, kindness, love, the truth, and forgiveness. I, I get to I have a sense of belonging. I have a sense of capability, strength, courage. I get to stand against the tide. Walking with God, I get to do anything. Walking in the bondage of Satan, I could what? Nothing. Nothing. I'm a puppet. I'm a puppet for Satan, for sin. But when I walk with God, I'm like, man, there's nothing. There is nothing that couldn't be achieved. No no soul that couldn't be freed from the bondage of Satan's perversions. I think about my dog, Mac, and I think about how I rescued him from a pound, Mm -hmm. from the pound. Mm -hmm. And he just looks at me with the most loving eyes. Mm -hmm. If I'm walking around doing exercise... He just stares at me whichever way direction I go. Whatever attention I give him, he just laps it up. He his whole his whole reason for existence is to show me how much he loves me. Yeah. I mean he couldn't care about anything else but that. Loyal that, to that the bone. His, that is his he knows what he was rescued from. Yeah. He knows, you know, what he was brought into. And this is nothing. In comparison to what we're rescued from. And it's so funny. And what we're brought into. You're saying he knows. And my first thought was, what, because you told him? (laughs) He gets it. But I'm like, his level of understanding of what you did for him is probably similar to ours of what God did for us. We can only understand so much. Matt can only Mm -hmm. understand so much. But he loves Mm -hmm. you through and through. But do we love God even in that that much? To that level. You know? We should be loving him all the more than that. Yes, we should. You know, we're we're made in his image. He created us. I didn't create Matt. Yeah. I rescued him. I didn't create him. Mm. God created us. Preach it. And rescued us. Preach it. That's good. And here we sit. Let me ask you this. But let me ask you this. Does our heart lie with God or does it lie to us into thinking that it lies with God? Do we sit there? Does our heart lie with him truly? Mm-hmm. Or does our heart or lie? Or does it just kind of like tell us we're doing us. enough? You're doing enough. You're. That's the question. God knows you love him. God knows you're busy. Mm-hmm. God knows you've got your life is chaos right now. God knows he gets it and he gets it. He yeah. does get it. That's not okay. Yeah. That's not okay. I mean, it's not. Nobody. Nobody wants their children only to come to them whenever it's convenient, whenever it's this. What really, when you truly show people, is whenever, even when it's inconvenient. Yeah. Do you communion with you them? You carry calls. All the time. Carry calls, and you're like, drop everything. Yeah. You That's know. my baby. How much more so with God? You know, are we lying to ourselves to think that 
that, oh, we don't have enough time. I think you have time. We have time for, for what's important to us. Those are birds out there. Yeah. I wonder if anybody crazy. could hear that the way we do. I don't know what they're doing. Must have out been there. like a hundred of them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but it but but is our heart. And I think it's so easy to to just listen to the heart and oh, he gets it. But are we asking ourselves, am I is God really important to me? Because if he is, I'm gonna make time for him. So it's what? Step one. Mm-hmm. Is God really important to me? Step two, hopefully you answered yes. Mm-hmm. And step three, am I really doing for him? You want to pause? So definitely then figuring out, okay, now that, now that I, all right, I do love God. Mm-hmm. I do want to do better. Then how do I go about doing better? How do I take the first step? What's the first step to doing better today? And I think if you were to look at your life and in honest reflection and go, okay, how often do I spend time with the Lord, whether it be prayer, whether it be reading the word, praise and worship, service, whatever, Mm -hmm. talking to people about God. If you honestly ask yourself that, that's where you need to start. Mm -hmm. And then at that point you go, okay, I'm going to put in place a routine. I've got to have... To start out with, the routine should ultimately lead, don't you think? Shouldn't it lead to just, this is now my way of life. Mm-hmm. I speak truth. I well, speak life. I read the word. I wrote down an equation. I, okay, I'll finish this and you look, okay, let's hear ahead. if it matches up. All right. Or people can use my way or they could use yours. This is interesting now. So, all right, cool. So, so if no routine, you want to get a routine. Once upon a time, I was highly depressed about our dad's passing away. And I made a little Excel spreadsheet that said, okay, I'm going to commit to doing these 10 things every single day. And on that, every day, I would just check mark them off. Did I wake up on time? 6.30. I had no job at this time, no life, no no nothing. nothing. I was living with you <laughs> in your house. Thank you. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, <clears throat> So I had nothing to motivate me to get up and move. So I say, I'm going to wake up on time. I'm going to be dressed by 7 o'clock for the day. I'm going to exercise. I'm going to pay my tithe. I'm going to clean my room. And um, I'm just going to do all these things and check them off every day. And the routine, within two days, I think it was, everything in my life was spotless. From the closet to the bedroom to the car to the truck to parts of your house. I started cleaning on your house, too, because I was like, I can help out some more. Mm-hmm. And it changed my life by setting up a routine. You could see the difference within two days. And um, this routine is a way to to get closer to God. It's just, I would say it's a first step to say, all right, fine, I want to start today. And I want my actions and my heart to be reflected in my actions. And I want to become closer to the way God wants me to be. Start with routine. I'm dying to hear your formula, but I'm almost done here. Start with routine and set it that you're going to do that and commit to do it. Of course, this is like all nothing, no, no big enlightenment. This is just straight hard facts that if you do it, there's a place to start. Sometimes we get lost routine. 
I throw, I throw, I submit to you, Henry, and listener, routine would be a great place to start. Okay. Yeah. That's my two cents. What's your formula? Oh, we don't disagree. Oh. And just commitment plus time equals mission accomplished. Commitment plus time equals mission accomplished. I love that. That's yeah. it. Yeah. But you got to be committed first. Then you have to add the time to accomplish your mission. That's true with anything. Yep. Yep. That's true with anything. If you want to change, we talked in the past about changing the algorithm. Change the algorithm. If you want to alter bad habits, mm-hmm. which look, we're going to get down to it. Not spending time with God is a, is the worst habit you can do. Bad That's habit. It. That's the worst. If you want to, if you want to alter that, you got to be committed first. Mm-hmm. The commitment has to be there. Yeah. You, you hear of people recommitting their lives to God. Yes. Yes. Maybe now's the time for you, for me, yeah, for whoever's listening to this, to recommit. Mm-hmm. Re- you know, recommit. In the in the movie Top Gun, I was gonna say that. Too late. Oh, too late. <laughs> he's sitting there. Go he's for he's it. trying to go out there into the dogfight, which this is a dogfight, guys. He's trying to get in that dogfight, and he's just he's been through so much he can't take it, and we've all been there. Mm-hmm. In fact, we're probably all there. Anybody that's listening is like, man. I'm there right now. We've all had our goose that's been cooked. It's over. There are too many metaphors in here. And here we are flying into the battle, and we're like, nah, I'm going to back that thing off. I'm heading back for the aircraft carrier. Yeah. Not going to get in the dog fight. It's time to re-engage. We've got to re-engage. We can't do it without God. Maverick is re-engaging. Maverick is Mm re-engaging. Maverick is re-engaging. We've got to re-engage. We've got to recommit. Recommit. We've got to recommit. commit. We've got to spend the time. And watch and see what happens. And it'll change. Watch and see what happens. It'll when change. You and whatever like time that. that is, I want to be clear on that. I don't know what time that is for you. I don't yeah. know what time that is for anybody else that's listening. Yeah. I know what's been put on my heart. And this is it's a, what a good place to start. Yeah. Talk to God about it. Yeah. See what he places on your heart. What amount of time to start with. Talk to God. And start with that. If it's five minutes, great. If it's an hour, great. If you're one of those who's got nothing but time and you got four hours, roll that. Good for you. If you don't have a routine way of starting your prayer, let me give you one. What, Father God, thank you for my life. Thank you for my life. You know, start somewhere. Start, Start somewhere. Spending time with God every day on a daily basis. Hey. Not not just while you're walking around. Okay, I'm going to pray while I'm walking around at work. I'm, Last I'm podcast we that. gave I'm ideas about, about where to start in your Bible. Yeah, I'm just talking about take some time out. If it's five minutes, start with it. Start there, but start somewhere and be consistent about it. Check this out, people, and then you'll you'll achieve your results. TikTok list, TikTok watchers, look up Billy Graham, look up Billy Graham, and then. It'll start putting a, a Billy Graham video will pop up on your little TikTok thing. Click like on it every time and watch the whole thing all the way through. You will have more Billy Graham coming your way, and it'll help to get you undistracted from TikTok. You're welcome. Or just get off TikTok because it's evil. TikTok's not all evil. Billy Graham's on there. Billy Graham. That's all another I podcast. say again, Billy Graham. <laughs> Come on now. I'd say Billy Graham was evil. I said TikTok. But Billy Graham's on there. Hey. Hey, you get off Facebook then. Time keeps on ticking. Facebook's evil. Into the future.
Ticking, ticking. That's it. Gabe, I want to close this out by reading the scripture. We can't not have a scripture for our for our episode. And I almost forgot it because normally I'll hit these at the beginning, but I thought right. it'd be cool to leave it at the end. So, real quick, this is out of uh, Matthew chapter six, starting in verse nineteen. Do not lay up for yourselves treasures on earth, where moth and rust destroy, yep. and where thieves break in and steal. But lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven where neither moth nor rust destroys, and where thieves do not break in and steal. For where your treasure is, there your heart will be also. So. The eye is the lamp of the body, so if your eye is healthy, your whole body will be full of light. But if your eye is bad, your whole body will be full of darkness. If then the light in you is darkness, how great is the darkness. Yeah. I love it. You know, it's up to us. It's up to us how we spend that time. Yep. Amen. Amen. Let's pray. It's the final countdown. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this day. God, we thank you for the time that you have given us. And we ask, Lord, that you help us to use it wisely. Please forgive us for not doing so. Help us to be better at it. We love you. We worship you, Father. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Gabe, go ye into all the world. And preach the gospel. Amen. Talk's not all evil. Billy Graham's on there. Billy Graham. <laughs>